Well, hello. I thought I was going straight through, but it's not. It's Thursday, the 20th of September, 2018. We have the big kickoff. And here's our little intro. Hello and good evening here on Thursday the 20th December, September 2018. It's the big kickoff. Hello everyone on Liffy Sound 96.4. Hello Roy. How are you doing? Glenn. Hello. Yeah, whatever. Who have we got on the show today? Oh, we have John Joyce. <laughs> He's bored already. Oh, these two are back. John Joyce. The boys. First hat-trick guest. Yeah, <laughs> we should have got brought a ball. Right, yeah. Or a glove, or, or a head for him, just a thump ball. Well, he's right there. His name's Glenn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, John's in. He's going to have a fight in two weeks now, Joyce, isn't it? Two weeks from Saturday, yeah. So we will talk more about that and the, the league. And the wonderful world of boxing, because there's absolutely loads going on at the minute, um, and loads about to come on. It's always a big rush come to Chris from now to Christmas plenty of big fights and some that have been and some that are about to so yeah plenty to chat about um, and in your training regime my good sir what's your big hit at the minute that keeps you going uh, spar no spar. what's your big hit when you're keeping oh, going on the road sorry Crave Dave Crave Dave we all thought it was Craig Dave and we're like oh yeah Grant we're all Jesus, very he has no hope he has no hope <laughs> let's, let's tell we haven't heard the song so let's yeah, see what yeah. he made. we'll judge him afterwards You can do it. Ten, two more minutes. Come on. This is our spin class here. We're doing a spin class for the last five minutes. This is Liffy Sound 96.4. In the house with Grave Dave, baby. Oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> say it like you do who they were. Yeah, I don't know why I keep, I keep moving. Hold on. Yeah. Anyway, that's what you keep going. Yeah. One foot in front of the other. Keep going. When you hit the hill, keep going. Pump that up. <laughs> Mr. John, the Demogorgon Joyce. How are you? Welcome to the show. How's the farm? Grand. Fighting fit. Right, yeah. Fine. Jesus. Absolutely fine. Put on a bit of weight, haven't you? No. <laughs> I was about to say, Jesus, if you went out in Storm Alley yesterday, you would have been blown away. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how's the farm? How are you? Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Thanks a lot. So, who's the victim? Oh, God. Uh, do you know? Yeah, it's that because I, I looked everywhere to see who you were fighting. <gasps> and actually, all the fights very little information on, on who's fighting who in, yeah. in, in this what's the story with See, that I'm, it's different promoters so I'm just more working through my manager so everything yeah. that's going on is my manager Tony Dabbit is doing my, I'm, so I'm not really sure what's going on he said he looked at the guy I think his record is like 3-0 he's very decent whoever he is I just can't remember his name but, Irish uh, no I think he's French not Mexican anyway no not another few fights yet before you get the Mexicans <laughs> yeah anyone who hasn't listened to us before uh, yeah. yeah Joyce doesn't sit in the fence anyway that's for sure especially when it comes to the Mexican speaking of Mexican we'll we come back to you in a sec very quickly about Triple G and uh, Canelo 
What do you think? It's very 50-50, the split, who thinks who won? One round, I gave it to Golovkin. Really? Yeah. Um, a few of the rounds I drew, but I watched it twice. And the second time I watched it, yeah. the first time I watched it, I had about four rounds up to Golovkin. But the second time I watched it then, in my opinion, I yeah. thought... And the six months ban he got because he failed the drug. Did he fail the drug six once or twice? Twice. Now I know he's commit. He's he's fulfilled his ban the whole lot, but it's still a lot of bad blood with a lot of the boxing community with him still out there, is there? Sure, I, like I, I'm a big fan of Canelo. Like yeah, yeah absolutely. Nice. Some of the clips before, like, like he's just standing there and the, the arms are gone. You just couldn't see them. It was just a blur. It's just I don't know like when you see stuff like that cheating like yeah. anybody that does it is going to lose respect you know what I mean like yeah. it's it's it just it makes a mockery of the sport and yeah. I'm going to sound again but Mexicans are well known for doing it stop I love it so anyway two weeks to go is the heavy stuff done now at this stage for you um, it's all sparring all about boxing now. Yeah. Um, I've probably finished my last heavy session Friday week and then just start to taper down and wind down after mm. that. So I have a couple of many spars I've got left. I have four spars, yeah, four spars left, and a few more heavy training sessions, and then that's it. Then start to wind down and after that. So and any changes in the camp? Um, like any changes in your training at all? Just from, is I'm that more new, rounds? He's doing much of the same. Just more rounds. Yeah, more rounds. I've in, kind of increased everything as well, like so, because I'm looking to up the rounds in my fights after this as well. And then we have a, a big, big fight coming up soon, but I, as always, can't talk yeah. about it till it's sorted. You can't even I talk about this one. He doesn't know he's fighting <laughs> this one. <laughs> <laughs> it is now the fight I'm looking for. I need eight fights so I can be recognised in Europe. As soon as I have my eight fights, I'm going chasing a big fight, and it's a big name, and a lot of people know who it is, and it'll bring a lot of Irish nostalgia as well. So, oh, there you go. That's all right. No, no, we'll, hope. no, we'll, hope. no, no. Let's tr- like we'll, it's like a boxing. We throw in a few jabs, and then we'll we'll ask another question. We'll try and get another how, clue out. How are your sparring partners picked? Um, Tony again, me manager, looks after most of that, but um. Stevie Armand was fighting recently and Stevie was actually using me to his advantage I'd say because I was tall and kind of strong as well like and I boxed the same kind of way the guy he was fighting boxed so um, I was sparring him an awful lot and then I have Niall O'Connor as well like kind of my sparring's always different you know what I mean it's whoever's available I'll kind of I'll spar you know what I mean it's not really so do you do you, do you spar but others to help them yeah yeah okay. it's the same works the same round they helped me i helped them my last fight actually stevie armand actually helped me immensely the, the guy was fighting was like a, a, a wider version of stevie like angel like he was oh my god he was so tough it was like sparring stevie armand as well because he just never stopped he was so relentless so the sparring i got off stevie helped me absolutely immensely you know so and do you ever be do you ever be f- fearful that you would hurt someone just before their fight no. a couple of weeks now no we're athletes you know what I mean we know the risks when we step in the ring so yeah. it, if I get hurt it's my fault if he gets hurt it's his fault unless we do something stupid which we're not going to like you yeah. know what I mean so alright okay um, something I was just thinking about there today and it was just mid fight because now you've gone you're 6-0 and now um, you've had some as you said some tough fights yeah uh, you've obviously increased the level of, of fighter that you've fought 
But in those six fights that you have fought professionally, have you learned to read fighters better now than you had before? And how quickly does it take you to, to, to read their game, their plan, their ways of boxing? Fourth round is always the, the worst round because the fourth round, I always say, is the learning round. We start to get your, your, your timing right and you start to get your range right. So I, I feel it takes me around. But before, I would have been probably taking a lot longer. So in a four-round fight, you don't have time to do that. Yeah. Four-round fight is rushed. Six-round fight is a lot lot different. Them two extra rounds, are it's ridiculous how much how much time you actually have to break someone down to fight them like you know what I mean so you, there is a lot of figuring out on that as well like in that last last fight guy I literally uh, I should have boxed him at distance but it didn't I got that small dog syndrome you know what I mean it was like <laughs> I'm coming at you you're not getting the better of me and yeah. I just kept on going forward and going forward and going forward and Tony was going absolutely ballistic at me I was like back off and I was like I can't I said I can't my brain won't let me I said yeah. just physically I have to go at him like, so I did I wanted to knock him out but I knew it was going to happen you know what I mean but mm. do you think that are you, are you training that yourself even in Spartan are you training to you know, be more tactical about your boxing now rather than just want that one yeah, shot kill. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually like, I think that fight made me grow so much. Like, I'm being way more intelligent, way more patient. I'm, I'm even the way I'm blocking shots is completely different now as well. You know, so I, I am, I'm, I am developing really well in my opinion. Anyway, I don't know, like, me, even my manager says it. Uh, Pascal Collins in the gym says it that I'm improving as well. So, other people are seeing it, and I'm seeing it. So. Yeah, uh, power wise, I'm getting much stronger. Yeah, a lot stronger now. Yeah, I'm hitting right. a lot harder. So right, and so what? Your weights and training regime. How much weights? What sort of percentage wise? It's all uh, body it, weight. It's all body weight. It's all it? body weight, but it's everything I do is explosive. It's all about exploding when I'm okay. doing things. You know what I mean? So like, I'm getting all my power comes from my legs. I do a lot of leg work. So when I'm coming off me, I'm like, that's what. I probably walk into a ring that's 11 stone yeah that I'm mm. throwing at you I'm getting everything behind the shot like yeah, so yeah. you're getting 11 stone either in the ribs or in the face so does I don't want to dwell on this too much because obviously positivity is the key in this game but does it does a fear factor or does it kind of a not doubt but does is there any negativity comes into you at all in, in a camp or near the near just beforehand does it come in at all for you or are you just a one down the, the positive road and that's it i get cranky but i never really get negative you yeah know? Like, i get just because i'm cutting my carbs and i'm yeah. trying to drop weight i get a bit i get fairly narky like but i never never negative i always have that mentality yeah where I'm gonna you don't let it in anyway if, if there yeah. was one always have the mentality I'm going to win even no matter who it is she have to ring with, yeah, that's it like, and it's the same even when I'm, I know I'm getting in say sparring a guy that I know was much better than me it happened to me when I sparred Frankie Gavin I was petrified like look at Frankie Gavin yeah. she was huge like I was terrified getting into the ring room and I went down and I was one of the best spares I ever had because yeah. I was so afraid you know what I mean yeah so yeah like you, need that, you need that little bit of fear factor as well but. and plus I suppose once you got the few, first few digs you kind of go okay this feels a lot like yeah, I, uh, any other digs first, I've ever got the so. first shot he caught me with was a straight left hand straight yeah. down the pipe smashed me square in the mouth and I went right 
Yeah. There wasn't much behind that. I said, like, Let's go. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just went at him for yeah. four rounds. This guy, immense amount of experience. Like, mm-hmm. World level. Like, you know he's a world amateur mean? champion, wasn't he? He was world amateur champion. He's fought for world titles yeah. as well. And yeah. He was beaten by Kelbrook and like, even like, it was just, it was a great experience for me, you know. So, mm. have you, have you got hit more than you thought you would get hit? What do you mean, like? Just in, in fights itself, have you got hit more or, or oh, to be honest with you, I don't really feel it after the fight, so I don't really know if I'm getting hit until I look back at it. I know, you're getting hit or I can see it. Oh, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the flat nose. Yeah, the face is not so pretty. <laughs> But yeah, like uh, you don't feel the punches because your adrenaline is so high. Oh, you don't feel it till yeah. afterwards. Like my face would be swelled out. After my last fight, I went for a facial. It was myself and my wife's anniversary, and I went for a facial after. And then one started kind of, you know, putting stuff on my face, and I'm there flinching. And I'm just like, you're right. I was like, no. I was like, stop. You're hurting me. <laughs> yeah, woman was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I was fighting last night. She just did your nails. Yeah. <laughs> Do, uh, do you know the way you, you, fighters like they say they break their hands or whatever or something like in the face or whatever is any of them is that like that ever happened to you in a fight but you don't really feel it but you just know something's gone wrong um, no cut is the only thing really mm. that's happened to me um, fight down in Waterford my hands were really sore after it but I think that's because I hit the guy so many times yeah. he just wasn't going anywhere but yeah, probably like a little bit of tenderness in the knuckles and then a cut eye and I actually thought my rib was broken in the last fight, but it wasn't. I think it was just a, a little bit of a muscle kind of mm. pinch that I had. Well, yeah, other than that, no. But obviously, I presume it's the, the pure adrenaline through the fight. You don't really feel these things that happen. You probably know what's happened, but you just got through it. Yeah, I, I don't To be honest, like, it's, it's hard to remember fights as well, because it's, it's like, I know it doesn't seem like it's happening so fast, but me, yeah. to me it is. It's gone by like a click of a Does the three minutes go quick? It does. It goes so fast. Like It yeah. does go so fast. I know if someone is absolutely in bits in the ring, yeah. it might seem like a lifetime, that three minutes. But yeah, if you're struggling, like, yeah. If you're struggling, I would, but I haven't been there yet, thank God, and hopefully I've not. But no, and how many rounds are you up to for the next one? Six. It's a six rounder. It'll be definitely an eight rounder after that. So. And it's in Tala? Yeah. Tala. And who else is on the card? Um, oh, there's loads on it. Uh, Patrick Hoyland Jr. is yeah. on it. Uh, uh, JJ McDonough, who was actually fighting Chris Shieldbank Jr., I think. Seen that. That was only well. announced there the other day, yeah. Yeah. Um, who else is on it? Oh, I can't think off the top of my head, but mm. there's a lot of lot of it's full card. And how's tickets going? Is it going strong? Yeah, so far, yeah. I'd love to see more Luke and people out yeah. at me fights, to be honest with you. Yeah. We're, we're afraid to go, aren't we, in case yeah. we're there? At this stage now, it's gone so far, because ah. I tell you, I, I, if we were there and he lost, I just I wouldn't say it. I just <laughs> but he did out. say before that it'd be his own fault if he lost. Yeah, so I'd never <laughs> blame it on anybody else. I don't yeah. believe in superstition or any of that stuff. Right. It's how Might I prepare it. and how I do things. It's no, it's true. It's true. Nothing else. I don't believe in that. And Is there anyone in friends and family who just refuse to go for the nerves? Is there somebody I don't who. No, my, my, mom, my mom, obviously, not a hope. Like, I'm always saying to her, my God, will you? And she's like, no, I can't watch someone punch you in the face <laughs> alright my dad stands in the corner and watches people punch yeah. me in the face but why can't you punch well, especially being in it, it, boxing being in the family for her whole life it's it's strange that it's mad the way it's now just, no, just, like, just won't go like everybody else has been to me fights all my other sisters and brothers yeah. and like, you know what I mean but it's just my mum my mum just can you hear them when you're in the ring can can you hear no, little things no I hear one voice and that's really yeah, and is it the just the only an voice I listen out for it's like a, an inner ear nearly that I'm yeah. listening yeah. out it's almost like your your brain trains yourself to just shut everything out. Bar. Yeah, 
bar his coach. voice and I don't hear anything else. I don't even hear I don't hear the scream of the, the crowd. And even in the corner are you the same when obviously there's music, everything going around, do you still just hear him when you yeah. when he's giving you instructions when oh, you're sitting he's down? Smacking me in the face. <laughs> yeah. Um it happened to me once where I trailed off when he was talking to me and he actually did give me a smack in the face. He could tell. And that was it then. I yeah. never done And was there any reason you were were you tired at the time? What was the I don't know. It was were you getting annoyed at it yourself was just or something? A bad f- in my opinion it was a bad fight that's why okay so it was kind of it head. was starting to play on you yeah like, but I still ended up knocking the guy out and tore around but like I was in my head I was dying sick it was a bad kind of build up to the fight and just nothing was going right for me so my brain did trail a little bit but yeah. things and like that happened so so we're going to go to a break we're going to come back talk a bit more about yourself and obviously the boxing world that's really kind of come alive again well, from the last two or three to, months. Yeah, it's starting to be And obviously it's a big one at the weekend. Um, but yeah, just to finish up before we go, it is Tala. What date is it on Tala the Saturday? Stadium, 6th of October. 6th of October. Yeah. And what's Contact the name of your opponent? me for tickets. And? 08619. Are you putting your number zero in the zero airways? Yeah. Say it again. 08619002023. Gotta get trolled. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we'll be coming about with Joyce or more boxing after this. You're listening to Liffy Sound on 96.4 FM. We have John the Demagogue and Joyce. Oh, I'm getting oh you yeah, you nickname. have to answer that question because Jason Collins uh, put it up on the Facebook. Plus, Glenn, obviously. Your nickname, where did it come from? Right, it's a funny story. How often are you asked this question? I'm asked it a lot, and a lot of people are like, I've never heard that before. And I was like, Do you know what Stranger Things is, though? Can well, I guess? Oh, right, right, well, go again. Tell us. So, <sighs> I was trying to recruit with him, right? Yeah. And I won't describe my personality when I'm trying okay. to recruit with him, but I tend to have a split personality. Tough but fair. Yeah, I missed a nice guy, but then there's <laughs> the bad guy. The switch goes off. And there was actually one of the recruits, Kavanagh, and it was him that kind of said it. He was like, you appear from nowhere and absolutely go nuts and destroy everything so Luke we need to give you a name and obviously the second season I think it was was out at the time and he just ended up start calling me the, the, the demagogue and, and it stuck <laughs> and it stuck for the whole of the group of for the whole six months I was training them and we even named an exercise after it and instead of calling you by your rank were they starting to call you by that? no, oh, no Jesus. I would absolutely destroy them but Jesus, the, um, they called the Exercise the demagogues, right? That's what they called them, <laughs> it just kind of stuck then. So I just went with it, you know what I mean? So that's where it came from, and obviously, it came from that show, The Stranger Things. But the whole thing behind it is that I'm crazy and evil and a bit mad. That's the whole point behind it. But yeah, there you go. Are you happy, Glenn? I am. I was, I was just expecting oh, it's from Stranger Things. Oh, that was it. <laughs> I'll tell you in another couple of fights, it's just from Stranger Things, all right? Let's move on. Oh, yeah. All right, it'll be in his there. John, he'll have this set list of questions now that you're not allowed to ask when he's getting too Billy. I nearly said it. Yeah. Billy he, Big. He'd be, like, he be, like, he be like Radiohead. They won't play Creep anymore. He won't answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm past that now. Yeah. I've moved on. I uh, know. Happy days. So. Uh, obviously, last week we talked about obviously Canelo and Triple G. Over the twenty-four rounds, it would, they were it was a like if you put the two of them together, it's an unbelievable fight. Brilliant. Two monsters, absolutely brilliant. And some of the punching was ridiculous. The power, yeah, and they absolutely. still stood there, and they didn't look rocked too much. No, I think it's last round maybe Canelo. 
got hurt a couple of times, yeah. but he just recovered so well. Like, yeah, Golovkin's not for him being absolutely ridiculous yeah. with his power, you know. So I don't know. If you like, if you watch the two fights back to back, which I did, kind yeah. of, because before the fight they were actually shown the fight again. Yeah, because like, most of the fights were finished within a round or two, so there was about yeah, an hour between the last fight and the yeah. So they stuck on the fight again. Oh, Obviously, poor old Spike. I know, heartbroken for him. Absolutely. First round. For him, I know. Yeah, like I, I trained with Spike, he's such a nice guy, and I was praying and hoping he'd do it. Like mm. just, just I don't know. Just what you know, drop your hand for that split second, and a guy that hits as hard as Lemuros, yeah. you're gonna get hurt. So, is it because he's not up to that class, or is it just one punch? I think it was just one punch. Mm. Like, uh, Lemu, I don't rate Lemu as a good fighter, I just think he's very powerful. I don't think he's a great boxer, or anything, like, you know, what I mean? yeah. he's even after about three or four rounds, he starts to die, you know. So, if he doesn't take guys out early. Mm they're going to beat him so that's why I think Billy Joe Saunders made an absolute meal of him and made a show of him because he boxed him so well you know mm, so. Mm. that was an awful shame for him anyway but uh, obviously coming up this week you've got Alexander Povetkin against Anthony Joshua the big Wembley fight uh, uh, there's a lot of kind of cruiserweight <laughs> slash heavyweight kind of guys on the undercard Lawrence Acoli he's kind of like the next big thing coming up through the ranks isn't he yeah will he, ever, will he ever go up to heavyweight I don't know. I don't know. He looks good. Like, yeah. You know, so I don't know. He, he, he stays where he is, leave him to it, but I don't know. Well, in fairness, he stays where he is. In theory, you'd probably have Usyk looking after Bellew and, yeah. you know, he's the next kind of Golovkin slash Lomachenko. Like, he's the next guy from out that area who's <laughs> one of these unbeatable guys. They say who yeah. he is. So, yeah, like there's big names there in that division anyway. Yeah. I just... I the heavyweight division is just crazy at the moment, really, isn't it? Is it mo- is it better than what it is, or is it just more famous than it than it's been? It's one. It's a one fighter kind of thing, and mm. it's a, in my opinion a well overrated fighter. I'm probably gonna get absolutely torn apart. I know where you're, I do know where you're coming from, though. He's it's always been the same with British fighters for years, though. Yeah. It's always been the same. They always talk about them over. I've overhyped them, make them out to be something they're not, and then they get found out then when they fight someone that's yeah. Good. Like great domestically, and then when Good like bumps. a football team, and then when they get into Europe and they get found yeah, out because yeah, it's sloshed. Yeah, <laughs> but like you can even say that along the lines of Klitschko. Look, look how old Klitschko was when he fought him. Mm. Well, Klitschko put him on his arse. Like. That fifth round or sixth round, whatever it was, it, it, a couple yeah. of years younger Klitschko, you I think, would have finished him, it. Though, by his age, I mean, if you no. look at George Foreman came back into it and and, and it did a job. It does. It, there is. I could have said a lot, lot about the heavyweight. Yeah, but there is a lot to say about experience. Yeah, yeah. you but know. Even yeah. at the same time, you're finding a, a young guy who's an up and coming. Absolutely. Alleged powerhouse, yeah, you know what I mean. So like, you're talking about a guy who hadn't fought in how long? Over a year. Yeah, yeah. coming back and fighting an unbeaten guy that's full of confidence as well. So I think there's, and it's not to make it dramatic or because we're on radio or anything like that. I just think there is still a question mark out there on for me on Joshua. Not massive, but I just think there is one out there. On I think there is. I think he needs to be tested. They are terrified about him and Wilder. I find that I interesting. Really think the because Wilder is. His power is crazy, and he, I don't think Joshua has a great chin. Mm. And, like, who was it? Why? Dylan Why? Yeah. Hurt him, and then Klitschko yeah, again. Obviously, now Klitschko is, yeah. man, put him on his bum. Yeah. So, like, come and he's fighting Wilder. a 39-year-old Pavekin who's been there and done it, and obviously smaller and all. Like, yeah. he's got a bit of pace. David Price, I wouldn't get too I, excited I, yeah, about no, that I, win. I watched, I watched back that. I was actually watching that fight the other day, and, like, I know we can't, like... 
David Price even hurt Pavetka. Mm. Like, yeah. David Price isn't a great fighter either, you know? Yeah, like he's, so I, I don't know how, like Eddie Hearn obviously looks after his fight. I still can't believe he's still hanging on to big yeah. cards. Like this is his his another fourth or fifth. He's worse than the Eagles with their farewell. This is his fifth or sixth <laughs> final chance against Kuzman. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know about him now in fairness. But uh, Pavetkin... I'd say Joshua will keep him at arm's length and get the job done but yeah. he needs to be a bit exciting his last two fights haven't been great I don't yeah, know I just I think he'll knock him out I think he will knock him out yeah. 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 do you think, think do you don't think Povetkin has a, 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 a chance at all because every, he, every he, puncher he actually, has a chance every in the heavyweight game chance. you can yeah, never say never <laughs> end of story come back at any of the fights I, obviously they're, they're drawing you in with all the, oh, yeah. the previews you the see the best bits yeah. you see the best bits but he can hit yeah. you know I know he's small but Listen, the one thing said earlier on he just, you don't have to be a, a top without being a boxing expert the one thing you can say about heavyweight every, no matter who, which two get in they both have a chance because of oh, their yeah, sheer size and power end of yeah. story well no I wouldn't say excitement but I guarantee it's something yeah. but deep down happen. Joshua if he sticks he should have more ability I think to defeat this guy yeah Oh, definitely, yeah. Definitely. But I think it's very strange that he missed out on Wilder because Wilder and Fury, apparently the press is starting on Monday. Frank Warren came out and said they're sitting down on Monday to start promoting, even though the date hasn't been set. It's, they said it's just a case of venue now at this stage. So apparently there's a press conference on Monday, so that's going to happen. But I think he's missed the boat here because if Fury beats Wilder, he's kind of off the table for a little while. Uh, well, Joshua should be trying to dismantle them all instead yeah. of letting them all fight each other and then pick one of them. Yeah, but... Isn't it, for business-wise, I think... You, you don't really know what's got happened there. You don't know if I'm the not denying camp are, are playing up either. Mm, but I'm not denying... Listen, it could be an easy money thing as well. Let's build up the money first. He's making solid money in Wembley Stadium. He's got another stadium gig, I think, in May. He's already got it booked. So he's got another stadium one. I don't know whether it's the Millennium Stadium or Wembley, but that's already booked. So whoever it is, whoever it may be, whether it's the winner of Fury and Wilder or it could be White and Chisora again, allegedly, which I think it's shocking if he goes back there. Yeah. I think it's 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 he's cheapening us and he's getting easy money. Take the fights, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I do hope... I, I was praying that fight would happen to Wilder yeah, and Joshua yeah. fight because I do think Wilder will knock him out. Mm. I I said I don't remember the last time I was on yeah, you did, talking yeah. about it. Mm. I was saying Fury you'd beat Wilder. Yeah. I'm kind of having second thoughts now after watching his last fight. It was an absolute joke shop of a fight. Yeah. It was ridiculous. But like Wilder just it's it's sickening power like, you know. The, like, the preparation though for Fury probably it's not great is it for no. such a big fight mm. straight away well, he needed probably at least another two yeah. before yeah. that and, and increasing the levels yeah your man he was fighting though. I don't know what was going on there it was, I'd say there was a few under the table handovers there like it was I'd say crazy. it was well looked after the two boys like they were best friends there with the with the first fight and then the second fight it wasn't as friendly but you could kind of see where you knew where it was going in the, in yeah, the press the conference Muhammad Ali crap in the corner as well <laughs> I was like that is the absolute biggest stage thing I've ever seen in a boxing fight <laughs> it's like WWE like yeah uh, yeah I was like well, let's, have, let's, like. let's have a listen to what Tyson has to say about his, his chances of winning he's dull you know a lot of stuff by a lot of people saying that Wilder's got the murder power and he's got this knockout power and I'm taking this fight for a few quid and all this sort of stuff now I can Confirm right here, right now, none of it's true. Deontay Wilder has enormous power, but so does all heavyweights. Klitschko hit really hard, it didn't affect me. Um, as for cashing out on a fight, a few more million to me ain't gonna make or break me, let me tell you that, boys and girls. Um, I wouldn't lose a fight for 100 million. Never mind uh, a few million, what I'm gonna get for Wilder. It's not about money for me, because 
There's plenty of people out there with money. But for me, it's about boxing and winning the final belt that I didn't win before. After boxing, what is left? No boxing, no life. That's what Canelo's hat said. And I think it's very, very true. Very true. A minute to win it. There you go. I thought there was more there. It just went boom. Thought that was us. So, yeah, it's nice talk. But listen, he's like a lot of go. He's a great salesman. Yeah, he likes to talk. All right. Yeah, he does like to talk. I don't like his attitude either. Like, but I don't know him personally. Obviously, like, but I'm sure you could. Like, a lot of the guys are like that. In front of the cameras and all, they're big showmen, and then when the cameras off them, they're completely different. Like, mm, you see, mm, like yeah. I don't even know if you watched any of the press conferences, the build up to Spike and the Mills fight. The way Spike goes on, was going on. It's oh, he's a, he's another good salesman as well, isn't he? Spike's not like that though, you know. Yeah, Spike I'd say it's a complete like so personality change. So chilled when you're, he's in the gym, like he's a bit of a messer now. Don't get me wrong, he is a messer, like, but it's just the way he's going on. It's not like that at all, like mm. you know what I mean. But it just shows. <clears throat> like if they just are good at playing up to the camera, they become professionals at being showmen and yeah. professionals fighting, obviously as well. So like, is it not part and parcel of the game though? Like having to be that that good salesman like because you, you look at a lot of the boxers now you couldn't you're getting into this more deeper into more social media and like we're we're playing that clip because it's good showmanship mcgregor's press conference tonight uh, it's being broadcast over youtube it's and people are looking forward to it because it's showmanship like is it not part of the game now it is part of it and to be honest with you it's something i'm absolutely terrible at I can't you'll go up a notch I can't sell myself I, <laughs> I really can't I don't know why like I should be on talking absolute horse crap but I can't do it like I don't know why but just, it's just not in me I don't think but it's not for everyone but at the same time there is an interest in that as well because you're kind of going geez he's very relaxed he must be an animal once the bell goes yeah. that's the interest of somebody who's watching yeah. or listening now like. I yeah. suppose that's the way I am really because yeah. like, there is, there, there is guys like, who do it though there I is do, I am so even like when I'm in the dressing room like I mean, just had Lydia on like, I don't know yeah. if you talked to Lydia yeah. though, but when she was in the dressing room with me and how I am like, yeah. I'm just so chill like, I'm having fun listening to music messing around dancing around but as soon as I'm getting ready and I start hitting pads I switch and all that phone disappears and then all I can think about is but I suppose there's another reason for that as well because you don't want to burn up energy like you have to get it just turn it on at the right time so that you don't kind of if you do it from early in the day it could burn you out before you even start the fight you even see see a lot of guys and they get wound up and stuff like I can't I don't know I just different mentalities I suppose like Stevie Armour is actually a prime example of it Stevie Armour doesn't do any of that mm. stuff you know what I mean Stevie Armour is not really a large social media kind of guy either he never mm. kind of really gets on and starts calling people out or talking mm. about either so I don't know it's just everybody's different I think if you have that I suppose talent and I suppose you're, you've got that winning ability I suppose people are going to notice you anyhow. Yeah. So if you go out and you're doing your job, people are going to notice you. So it doesn't matter how quiet you are. The people, as you said, the, the, the quiet, focused person, people notice that. But sometimes some of them have to talk it up. You look at, say, Anthony, or your Trezora. Yeah. He has to talk, talk. In fairness, if he didn't talk, he wouldn't be anywhere. No, I don't think he would. You know, because he's not, he's not, he's not yeah. a great fighter. No. You know, he's a, probably a tug, really. That's yeah. all he is. Now, in fairness, his last fight was a good fight. But... <laughs> If he wouldn't have that fight for that, so you know, if you can back it up with yeah. with wins all the time, you won't have to do any talking. That's it. If 
you can do, do it. Do it talking with your fists. Do it talking with your fists. <laughs> now, when you're throwing punches in the ring, now are you one of these. Do you, do you make the kind of loud sounds? Like, would you give it? The, <laughs> would you give it all that? Is or does every boxer instinctively do all that? You have no idea. Look at me, he has no idea. He's like, I don't, I don't. know. Hit him there and see, see what noise you make. I know I do when I'm in the gym. I do know I do because. Because sometimes when you're training, you're, <laughs> and you're like, all right, yeah. is that necessary? Is this like the tennis? Do you, is that for yourself? What or? you're doing is you're actually, when you're breathing out, you're breathing right. out heavy, so you're getting power behind your shots. So it's almost a necessity, almost. It is a necessity, yeah. but sometimes people make different kinds of yeah, Obviously, you, the famous hat was like, rah, rah, yeah. and he's making, and is that more for him? Yeah, that's his thing. Yeah. Like, I, Pascal Collins slagged me because I say what? It's like I'm saying what? I'm saying, <laughs> what? 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 That's, right? that's what he was like. That's why he just slagged me. Welcome, boy. Go what? 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 Like the seagulls in there finding name up. Mike. 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 No, but every boxer is different. Like yeah, who else? Noel Kennedy, big Noel Kennedy as well. Noel Kennedy is the loudest person in the gym. <laughs> You'd be going deaf with the noise. Yeah. Like he screams every time he throws a shot. Yeah. Even when he's sparring as well. I'd say the poor fellas that he's in the ring with are going deaf and all. With yeah, the noise. yeah. Like, you can't <laughs> hear him. Because it's something him. I always thought. Like he's is a it heavyweight? Like and you can't hear him in the bag. You just hear his big scroll. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, what are you going? No, yeah, go ahead. Um, the World Series of Boxing. Yeah. How is more weight divisions not doing that now? Because it seems to be successful getting a lot of the top guys in each division to get it on together in the quarterfinal semis and the whole lot. We've obviously got the final with Groves and yeah. Callum Smith, but you've got the Ryan Burnett division now. Yeah. Basically, I think every world champion is in it, which is kicking off in the next month or two. And I, to be honest, I don't really follow yeah. it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie because it doesn't interest me because I don't think the fights that I want to see are in it so I'm right. really interested I'm not a fan of Groves either like. yeah so that, this is the interesting one because I don't know I, I, Gallagher's fighters always tend to kind of fall at the final hurdle a lot yeah. but I like Callum Smith I think he's powerful I think he's got a bit of something more than others have it'll be an interesting style like if Groves is at it the way he can be or yeah. back to the the, the frotch days I think it could yeah. be a kind of a recipe for a cracker like could be a good fight, all right. I'll, I'll probably end up watching it. I'm saying that I don't follow it. I know I will end up watching Like I said, I wasn't going to watch the Groves and Eubank yeah. fight. And I still end up watching There's too many fights going box office now. Yeah. Like the, the middle of the road ones. Some of them are a bit Some, like... This fight the weekend shouldn't be box office. Really? Pavekin. Pavekin and AJ fight should not be box office. Definitely not. Why not? Because I don't think really anybody knows who Pavekin is. Yeah, but they're still going to buy it. They will, and I bought them, bought them myself. There you go. Yeah. I did, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, but, but more for Joshua and... I only, only bought it so I can watch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you have no choice. Fights, yeah. So I bought it. And, see, this is what I always find. Like, obviously in America, it's $100 for a fight, so you really yeah. get the money. But it's only 25 or whatever over here. Like, do they get a big cut of it, or what way does it work? I just find it strange, because McGuigan... Well, whatever about his business sense now because it's all kind of blown up in his yeah. face over the last year. But he's always obsessed with getting Frampton on terrestrial TV because he says that's where the real money is. The yeah. the, the, the big know, net. I don't know. Arms, yeah, don't you, will. Know you, will. About you will. Hopefully, eventually, we'll say maybe in May next year and we know a bit more about. It. Yeah. So obviously, Ryan Burnett is taking on Anita Denaire in that first round. Like Irish boxing is quite strong at the minute. Now, is it more quantity or have we got proper quality? I think we have proper quality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Burnett is a little beast. He's a he's a he's my favourite of all yeah. at the minute. I actually remember meeting him for the first time. He was in the dressing room before one of my fights, and oh my god, it's so funny when you see someone on television and you see them in person. <laughs> he was about up to me, me belly button. Like, he was tiny. <laughs> 
turn around and I was like, oh my god, it's Ryan Burnett. And I was, she went over and shook his hand and he goes, oh, how are you, John? I said, what? I no way, am. Yeah, yeah. He obviously That's a buzz. Who the bill was. Doesn't like, matter. You know what I mean? But he still even said my name. was proud as punch. Like. So who be, say, top two, three fighters, like, do you reckon? In Ireland? Yeah. Um, at the moment, I think Luke Keeler's actually starting to push up there now again. Mm. Um, in my opinion, uh, I don't know whether it's just me being biased, but I think Stevie Armand is well up there. The guy is absolutely class. Then, obviously, Roy Burnett. Spike, I still think has something in mm. him and hopefully he can get a big fight or a big fight and hopefully fight for a world title maybe an IBF world title or something mm. so the um, likes of Conlon is it still early doors yeah well does he need early. to go but well too early yeah. well too early yeah like, I, I don't know he still he has to break away from some of the amateur style that he still has yeah you know and kind of settle down on he's still another long. year or so to go or maybe before he starts hitting the yeah the big the big, the big. guy who went pro recently and I'm really looking forward to seeing him is the Quivian Hoyens guy looks class I remember watching him a few times as an amateur and he looked absolutely fantastic and I can't wait to see him now doing well so and I say someone soon a couple, after a couple of fights he'll pick him up but yeah he looks good to me as well so mm. and obviously Taylor's on the next couple of weeks oh, I forgot about Katie yeah because she's all she's right, right. Dude, I don't really yeah. think about she's her. probably number one yeah, yeah that's completely blown everything out of her that's what it is <laughs> well movie's coming out soon isn't it as well did I see a trailer yeah, for that a yeah, documentary or kind of a behind yeah. the scenes documentary slash movie coming out there's a Frampton documentary on Monday night in BBC for the big the big Windsor Park card yeah. so I'll be interested to see he's up, actually his is on the 22nd of December the Saturday night that's going to be a proper lads night out uh, Christmas party yeah, night yeah. against Josh Warrington hopefully he looks after him I, I think he's a cup of him I think he is as well in fairness. now before we wrap it up just in your own thought process where are you now compared to where you thought you would be when you started off the professional game <laughs> nowhere near where I thought it'd be yeah I'd be honest I thought further ahead oh jeez I didn't even think I'd have three fights but no brilliant um, six what about physically um, it's like looking at a different person really even when I look at myself in the mirror I kind of say jeez how long do you look at yourself man? in the mirror only a couple of seconds really and you away. come out of the shower ever did you not stop for that bit longer that's ago the, actual, I, that's no, the first mirror of seven <laughs> yeah about three or four seconds I past every because <laughs> I'm shadow boxing I have to look at myself in the mirror so I'm spending a good yeah. at least half an hour every day looking at myself in the yeah. mirror not important you like what you see though don't you it has to be done you like what you see though don't you yeah, yeah, yeah you do look at you no but it is it's amazing like how like even when I was amateur I was I was still super fit and still flying and army wise fitness flying everything but that's good I've changed everything around and it's in just it's like, it really is like looking at a different person do you do any uh, mentally wise do you do any sports psychology do you want yeah, any of that I actually, I actually work with a sports psychologist for a while Dr. Olivia Horley she's absolutely brilliant and it really does help it really does and I'm starting to use visualisation all that kind of stuff it's, it's yeah. great and it's just little little triggers to make you remember stuff while you're fighting as well and I actually use it in some of my training techniques it's like you run in nature I know this is going to sound crazy for some <laughs> people but you run in a forested area and because it's so oxygen rich it actually releases good endorphins in your brain and actually makes you feel good and it's better than running around say in an urban area because it's obviously not as oxygen rich because it's full of smog and whatever mm. else like but that nature run and it's absolutely brilliant and I do I actually feel it I nature feel boy that's the new one Ric Flair's <laughs> retired now <laughs> <laughs> listen it's been an absolute pleasure having you on mystery man give us another clue potentially no. who you're chasing now just no. one 
No. Is he is he from this island? No. But he's got Irish links. What? You said like uh, No no. I said Irish nostalgia. Oh. Oh, so somebody Irish fought him. Famous. No. no, no. Ah. John Joyce, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go off air and we'll see where we go. But listen, pleasure. 6th of October, Saturday, Tallah Stadium. Rise again card. Yep. Uh, tickets on. Yeah. Uh, tickets. 086-19-00-203. Catch me on Facebook. John Joyce, obviously. Or me fan page, John the Demogorgon Joyce. The Demogorgon Joyce. Listen, pleasure. Best of luck. And we'll hope to see you again. Take it easy, mate. Tune to Lippy Sound 96.4 FM. Jay, Joey, sir. Pleasure. <laughs> you can stay if you want. If you, do you want to chit chat more? <laughs> or do you want to say goodbye live? Go on. Goodbye, everybody. Listen, safe home. Have a good sleep. Best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> Professionals, as always. Professionals by name, professional by nature. All the best. Super Bowls and Pats, we have to get. We have, might as well start Saturday afternoon. Bringing on nine. Is it nine games of beating or nine wins on the trot? For Super Bowl shows you how much of the bandwagon I'm jumping. Yeah, but uh, crack and win there last night away to Derry City in the quarterfinals. Uh, crack and win, crack and crowd. Yeah, you were saying what? Four hundred went up. Four hundred. Two weeks notice on a Wednesday night. I was super that, stuff. That is amazing. But it, and there was a great. There was a couple of videos I seen, and the, the the boys were there in front of the fans, holding a few of the banners, and then of course your man last week when he scored, a, he scored a couple of great goals against Cork City, and he goes, "Oh, the fans love me here," and this, that, and you know, it was very funny listening to them in the in the post match interview. But uh, they're going strong, looking pretty. Uh, obviously, the league. It's t- will it be up. done this weekend? Uh, the legally Dundalk and Cork League. City oh yeah uh, without a doubt yeah see that's the only thing that'll make it interesting with Sunday week is the semi-final between Bowes and Cork, Cork. and, uh, and Bowes will do them Cork will be yeah. sticking in that game oh yeah well Bowes done them last week and turned as Croc what turned as Cross <laughs> no it wasn't that was Stadium was it? Yeah, yeah, because uh, uh, the Damien Delaney OG, everyone's seen the Damien Delaney OG. Oh, oh shocking. Yeah. And it rolled along the wavy pitch. And then it kind of slowed down and it was like, <laughs> keep it going. Uh, oh. And <laughs> I'm glad I went back and I backfired in Cork City's. When they signed them, it was close enough to the draw where they were drawn against Legia Warsaw. And they were cocky enough to tweet out, oh, we're Cork. We've done this, this, this. And we signed a Premiership defender. And I cringed. No. The Premiership defender is, is, is probably having a nightmare, isn't he? What do you think that is, De, uh, Delaney? He doesn't seem to have settled in at all. Well, I'd find it very hard to settle in when you're taking a step down from the Premier League. You're going to what claim to be the best team. Obviously, if you're up there, you're going to claim yourself as the best team. But yeah, they they have never played attractive football. They never had. Now, they, you look at Sean Maguire. Everything was Sean Maguire. It was get the ball out of the fence and get it to Sean Maguire. Was it effective? Yes. Did he score some beautiful goals? He did. But was the play before it nice? It wasn't. Yeah. And at the start of this season, they were the same. It was get the ball to Gre- Graham Cummings. And it worked. And then everyone just kind of copped on. Oh, Caulfield, a bit of a fraud here. He was just playing the ball over all our heads. Yeah. And it's backfired from now. Six points... Now you, say, now, you say he's a bit of a fraud. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? Because well, it's in fairness, he's... he's, 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 he's what you have to remember not. is, like, over the last few weeks, Glenn doesn't like Cork. No, yeah. I understand he's that. He's made it quickly. <laughs> you have to be objective sometimes. Uh, no, and he, he's given them a lot. He's given them league titles. He has, but... And lots of goals as a player. He's played them... He's played the type of football they play up. He's 
made it look sound more attractive than it is and he he sold he sold the cork fans a false sense of uh, hope and a false sense of st- sustainability but the t- it's route one football it was the original way of playing football is there nothing wrong with route one football though? there's not anything wrong with it but he hasn't changed how he's played even though teams are starting to cop on how to defend it now and yeah, we yeah, it's seen a lot in the league. Like Bowes were had a shocking start to the season, changed it up. They're flying. Sligo changed it up. Mickey Drennan actually won the golden ball last week in the Ironbrew Cup. Yeah, the two boys still going strong. Both Bowes yeah. and uh, and uh, Sligo Rovers. Bowes have Sutton United. Yeah. And Motherwell is it Motherwell's first team or is it the under twenty three? Under Because some of them, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's, I I didn't know they were invited. Uh, there's English teams, there's Welsh teams, and a Northern Irish team. So it's obviously trying to jazz up. It's it's kind of like their football league trophy cup, I think, isn't it? Yeah. The kind of thing. Yeah. And any of the Premier teams that are in it, it's their under twenty threes. But uh, maybe it's the non the teams that didn't make Europe or something got invited because obviously there could be a clash. It's, but uh, fair uh, play. No, it, whoever finishes, it's either six or seven or seven right. or eight. Yeah, is given an invitation. But uh, credit where credit's due. Now Bowls are playing at home, so the Sutton United fans, a lot of them are on Twitter, giving it the big one, looking forward to coming out for a trip to Dublin. Yeah. So it's a big thing for everyone. So and listen, one, happy days. Uh, one thing that. I like about this is you know, mid-season friendlies are a thing in the League of Ireland because obviously they're pre-season friendlies for a lot of teams around the world. I like them. Except for the fact that it could a clash with games where like you're playing in a Friday night. Uh, the Rovers ones where they play the next day after a big game. Yeah, so, the but they're, not, they're not even playing a team that can compete. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and they get beaten 6 and 7 nil. So it's a money. They, it's just for money. Yeah, which they're, I understand. They're taking money off fans to win and watch a game. Where Some people actually would go yeah. to watch Rovers. Yeah. But uh, just a quick one on the Europa League tonight. Um... Great win or great draw away by Rangers 2-2 against Villarreal. They were under a lot of pressure, um, but got a point out of it. So it was a good start for them. Chelsea 1-0 away to Pauk Salonika with Willian. The battles of the Red Bulls. Well, hold on. The battle oh, of Holland. No, did you hear it? The Premier League thing. Congratulations to Willian for scoring for Chelsea in the Champions League tonight against PAOK. Did I say that? No, no. It's a Premier League said that. Oh, did they? Oh, that's did right. they? I was going to say, did, what, 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 hello? did you hear Virgin Media's commentary on it? Uh, Mick McCarthy Mick Mick McCar- was on it, and he says, no, I, no. I can't understand it. I can't understand why it won't pass the ball to Will I Am. He did not. <laughs> yeah, three times. Will he I Am. Not. And you know what? He's, he, like, this is where I don't care. You're, you're not friends with him, it's a business. Mick McCarthy, he's poor, he's got to go. He's bought, I've watched yeah. him the last week or two he's shocking he said he, your man said a joke uh, when can you start after the Ireland lost oh, yeah, oh yeah. that was very disappointing and straight away I went oh Mick come on grow a pair just have a bit of laugh just laugh and move on but uh, anyway moving on from that the Battle of the Rebels uh, Leipzig are home to Rebel Salzburg it's 3-2 to Salzburg Celtic 1-0 up in the dying minutes here against Rosenborg uh, Arsenal oh, 4-1 against Vorskla Poltava any idea where they're from? Poland. Ready? Sounds Polish, doesn't oh, it? Oh, jeez. You said it with such conviction. I believed you. <laughs> I was like, okay. No, actually, but my favourite team, F91, Dudelange from Luxembourg, made the group stage. Unfortunately, they're 1-0 down at home to AC Milan. Actually, it's just finished 1-0. But um, yeah, their annual turnover, they make about 2.5 million a year. They've already made 3 million from just getting to the group stage. So right. they're obviously going to get a few million more. Yeah. So hopefully it can help with Luxembourg football. And it just goes to show you the importance of trying to get one of our boys 
into, into one of these competitions and yeah. not the alleged third competition that's coming. Speaking of getting our lads into the competitions, Ryan, uh, oh, the name has gone. Ryan Nolan. Ryan Nolan. Took down Troy Parrott. Parrott for a penalty in the Champions League. The under-19 League. Champions, Champions League, League yeah. yeah. Very harsh penalty. Yeah, uh, there was a couple of big... Liverpool made light work of PSG. I think it was 5-2... Uh, United won away. The, all the English sides are big wins anyway so far. Yeah. Uh, um, Sorry. Obviously, local lad scored for Ireland under 16s. He's currently with Southampton. Roland from Lucan, but born in Lucan. Um, now he got the two goal for them. Uh, I I keep an eye on him. I seen him play a couple of times. Yeah, not the same level. Yeah. He's playing that over there, but you know, he seems Look, to at the end of the day he's settling in over there well and he's doing well for himself. A bit you know. like Wales, I don't see the harm in it. Say the guy at Southampton who actually got a start last year, uh Femi, is it? The striker out there, like yeah. why isn't he getting a cap? I don't care about this. Get him in. No, he's not Play him. Give him a game, you never know. He could be that little starlet. And do you know what? Or he could it be boosts their career. But it, it boosts their career as well. All of a sudden, we give him a go on the first team or he'll go off on yeah. loan somewhere. You could help him. Listen, this is a guy who we need to play more football. If we give him one game, like Ethan Ampadu is going to get a bit of a career now off the back yeah. of Wales. He's obviously got his new five year bumper contract with, with Chelsea off the back of being an international now. And if he doesn't get it with Chelsea, he's going to get, start playing football this year one way or another. Why can't, can't we do the same? Because uh, we don't care about our international uh, Do you yeah. know, I, I, it's starting to annoy me a little bit, the mm. League of Ireland heads, because <laughs> every time an international game comes up, yeah. they're crying out for a League of Ireland player to be put in. Now, every time a League of Ireland player is put in, he, he moves to England and then yeah. is put in. Well, no. But, every, yeah, but yeah, yeah. the thing is, is that these players aren't exactly at the top level. Mm-hmm. So to, to say if you're banging in 40 goals or 30 goals in the League of Ireland doesn't equal that many goals mm. at the higher level. No, but it if, doesn't if nec- you're consistent enough, yes, it might not be the, the same level, but if you have the consistency, the eye for goal, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of players didn't make it in England and it's not because they're not up to the standard in England it's just the the odds of you making it in England true in the big boy yeah, league no, that, that's true but I'm hearing a lot when Shawnee Maguire went over to Rock Column for Bourke to play get him on the th- he's, do- he's doing brilliant league of Ireland then he went across and in the last round of games they're all looking for Hoban right yeah but they never said anything about Bork, who was with Preston and yeah, yeah. probably should have played anyhow. So they're just banging the League of Ireland drum all the time, which I'm not, I'm not saying well, don't. What I'm saying is it's just getting a little bit tiresome. Hmm. Unless you're playing League of Ireland, the League of Ireland heads. But you don't know football don't, if you really I, want to. I, I, but what you don't know is uh, people from the League of Ireland are asking for Graham Burke and you only hear them asking for Graham Burke because... They move to England and everyone he becomes a sort of household name. Like last time Ronan Curtis, Rory Hale, Pat Hoban, uh, Get the move for us probably. Graham Burke. And you only heard people calling for Graham Burke because he got a move to England. No. no. We heard a move of Graham Burke or to talk about Graham Burke before when he was at Rovers. Because of what he's doing Rovers. But, and again, but it, he it, wasn't the only player uh, that was like yeah, but what I'm saying is, if if they're playing in England and you're part of this crew, if they're playing playing in England, 
if they even if they go from League of Ireland to England, then you nearly forget about them and go, well, who else is doing well in the League of Ireland? Get them in straight away. And nearly forget about the players who have just recently gone oh, to England. I, I don't forget about players that have, I don't forget about players that have moved abroad. I keep an eye on them. But I feel they've moved to England, got a cap, you know, they've showed off how good they are. They're in a better league. They don't need the same amount of people shouting for them for the call up because they're probably got to get the call up. Now, I don't want... I'm not shouting for them to get into the squad because I particularly like that player and I want them in the squad. I, I want players from the League of Ireland into the squad to promote the league, build the league up. But surely they can only get into the squad if they're good enough. Yeah. That's it. But you don't know if they're good enough if you don't spend time looking at them play. Of course, yeah. Which True. It, but what I'm saying is there's a, there's a lot of blind League of Ireland fans who are just banging on about a player yeah, who's had maybe one season next. you know and it's next on the, on the, the line which yeah. listen if they're good enough play they've no doubt no thing about that and if they're playing for Sligo Rover, uh, Rovers and they, and, and they get into the Ireland squad brilliant yeah. but it, I, it, think, it, I think sometimes it's, it's just saying for it for the, the sake of it you know, it's, it's good for the league and especially with friendlies I agree with just the there should, final should be given a real alright call two players up from the squad don't no. have to use put them in the extended squad let them train with the squad at least Correct. they've done that though. the final leg of the FedEx Cup is on this weekend the final to top 30 players of the PGA Tour this week they're at Eastlake Golf Club uh, Rory McIlroy is 3 under with actually he, he, I think there's only one hole to play because this one's behind the one I was looking at but if he wins and Brandon or Brandon uh Bryson DeChambeau who's leading at the minute if he's 11th or worse now there's about 4 or 5 of them it's quite realistic he can do it not that mm. it's a big deal but it's just like some 4 consistent rounds obviously coming up into the Ryder Cup Tiger Woods is sitting up there as well on 3 under Gary Woodland and Ricky Fowler are both on 4 under and then there's a few underneath listen they're the top 30 they're all big 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 do names you, do you think the, the FedEx Cup end of season thing mm. actually is exciting because I find um, it very boring I find golf no, I, I like golf. I just I think the four is the four rounds at the end. Oh no, this is it. This is the final yeah, one. Yeah, but there is four. So they whittle it down from yeah. down to one twenty seventy. I think. Listen, it is what it is. It's. How, what do you find? How do you find? I I like it. I like it. I don't think it doesn't see. It's, it doesn't really make a difference because basically it's four rounds of golf every weekend. That's the way golf is. Mm. You can't jazz it up much more than that, really. You can't really, unless you do this golf sixes that they do on the side or whatever that the European Tour is doing. So it's a it's it's a four it's a four day tournament. There's nothing different. It just means it's the final thirty. There's a few jigs and reels maybe at the, on on Sunday. It's I don't think they can do much more to be honest. Unless they change the format of the game, I don't think they can do much more. So yeah. I'm not big enough up saying it's massive, but I don't think you can do much more. But it's a big thing for them. It's almost like a oh, plenty of money. It's a plenty of money, and I'm a FedEx Cup winner. It's a big yeah, thing, yeah, and it's yeah, a big. Yeah, yeah. But it's just listen. It's more because of the fact that McIlroy and Woods are there now, and it's interesting. McIlroy's up there; he can win it. Obviously, like most of it's the first time in a while that a lot of players can win it instead of just the one or two because it's been like Deshambo was right in. I think if he gets into the top four, he's safe. But uh, it, it's fairly open. But there's plenty going on. Um, Rusada, Russian's anti-doping agency, has now been reinstated um, by WADA. <laughs> uh, so they're now compliant with the WADA code. So which means Russian athletes and the likes will probably start coming back into sport. Okay. So watch this space. Okay. Um, 
it's we've hard, had people along the way it's hard to know if that actually means anything but yeah. it ju- it's just a nice way of saying they're back yeah. um, and just a little one uh, how cool was it watching Vera and Olga uh, mascots for the Man City game last week oh, 102 and 90 odd it was superb and uh, they're the longest serving season ticket holders at the moment and that's how they came out it was yeah. brilliant um, but it was a very funny thing he obviously wasn't he obviously wasn't but somebody took a picture of Kyle Walker and he's kind of looking in that direction goes Premiership footballer he just can't switch off look at him checking out one of the lads but yeah. he was just looking in that direction yeah. but it's funny it um, but it was a great touch and they, they got plenty of air time and they love Guardiola and yeah. everything else and you know, in fairness for, for a club that it often gets lashed for oh you have yeah. no real fans like, clearly shows they do and it clearly of course shows they do they actually know who their fans are and they actually care about their fans they just don't have a team in Europe that's a <laughs> <laughs> quick uh, quick nod about the Champions League so far uh, Liverpool and Paris was a good dramatic game it was, it was a good, good European night um, Tottenham and Inter sucker punch not a great game and yeah. Tottenham are in trouble yeah big trouble I think we could go in deeper into that maybe and see if we can get someone on but yeah yeah it'd be interesting Tottenham, to see Tottenham seem to be in trouble every I didn't time. see anything about United match comes along oh, no, I didn't see anything about United it was a very much nothing too great but yeah, just got the job done exactly or? that uh, they were under pressure for the first 25 minutes or so Cam the storm got two gold, one, yeah. pen, one from penalty, which wasn't a penalty, yeah. and then and, and the Dalo guy looked oh, okay, he looked, solid, he looks yeah, decent, no, he looks happy good. days. And because I didn't see any of it last yet last night, I just I just couldn't, I just had no interest in watching him. So quickly, I didn't see anything about Ronaldo. Deserved, no. not deserved. Everyone's I, pretty much saying no. I've been heard like I've heard people saying, oh, it wasn't deserved, and I've heard people say he pulled his hair. So. Yeah. Now I know he it's against the rules. Blah blah blah. Like he pulled his hair. He tapped him on the head. The only thing I will say a, bit, a little give out was it worth crying over? Did well, he cry? Did you see that he's by all accounts he did? Yeah. Apparently he walked off and first player to cry and with three different clubs in Europe. <laughs> 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 That's it. Down to Tiff. That's the winner. We're finishing on that. That's a stat and a half. Listen, everyone, have a good weekend. Plenty coming up. Enjoy the fight and enjoy everything else. Thanks very much to John Joyce and also to Roy and Glenn here for another good good, uh, good show. Uh, Luke and Live is coming up now for the next hour. Have a good night. Take care.